welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast on this marvelous Monday, the day after Christmas. Hallelujah for that. We're ready to go. That's it. You know, we were wondering what the Lord wanted to share on today's call. And then one word came to mind. Mm. Seed. Yes. We were led to share are led to share three specific points on the sea. We'd like you to write each of these points down and get them deep inside of you. First point, never underestimate the power of a sea. Never underestimate the power of a sea. There's great power even in the smallest sea. That seed is pregnant with power and possibility. You know, it talks about, before we even get into this, the smallest seed, the mustard seed, grows into something that is mighty. Absolutely. See, the woman who gave two mites yes. believed in the power of her seed. She stepped forth with, uh, you know, trepidation, but at the same time, confidence at the same time. Mm. Now, she was probably dressed in her best, which might have paled in comparison to others who were in the temple, but they didn't matter to her. She was on a mission. Yes. We can see her excusing herself, passing people who might have looked at her unkindly, almost smiling that she would think she had anything to offer Jesus. Yet, it was her gift. That's right. That Jesus acknowledged. Her gift was recognized as the biggest offering given with the purest heart. Mm. Mark 12, 41, 12, 41. And Jesus sat over by the, against the treasury beheld how the people cast money into the treasury. Notice, it does not say that he was looking at how much they cast into the treasury. He was looking beyond that. He was looking into the envelope. Hey, well, he wasn't looking in the envelope for value. He was looking in it to see their hearts. Mark 12, 41, 12, 41. And many that were rich cast in much. It was much in the fact that it was a lot of it. I mean, $1,000, $5,000 checks were going in. $100 bills were falling in. But here, with, the, with this woman, we see a big, powerful offering taking place. All of a sudden, Jesus makes a statement that totally changes the way the disciples determine the value of a seed. And we need to look at that, too. Mark 12, 42. Mark 12, 42 says, And there came a certain poor widow... And she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. Now, we should be careful when we read two mites, because traditionally it's been compared to two pennies. But two mites were equal to four Roman pennies. A Roman soldier made 16 pennies a day. So we find that this woman had 25% of a Roman soldier's pay in her hand, but that's all she had. Now, there is cast their seed in, but this woman threw her seed in. So it's easy to deal with finances out of our surplus, but when you come to the giving the life-sustaining money, money that's at the core of what keeps you alive, it gets to be a bit more difficult. So we can imagine her coming, probably somewhat nervously thinking. We don't know everything she was thinking, but Jesus saw beyond this. I don't know whether I'm going to be able to do this or not, maybe she was thinking. Then all of a sudden, before she could change her mind, she throws that money in knowing that this is a significant 
seed she's planting. Yes. And this is when Jesus does something significant in Mark 12, verse 43. It says he called unto him his disciples, so they needed to be gathered over. And then he saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that this poor widow hath cast more in, more, more in, more than all they which have cast into the treasury. Right here in Scripture, Jesus told his value system when it comes to giving. You know, if he was watching this widow, honey, think of that fact that he watches us every That's time true. we give into Absolutely. the treasury. Yes. Now that that word for for in this verse is probably better understood today as because Jesus tells us why the widow's offering is more valuable than all the other offerings that day. In Mark 12, 44, this in the King James Version, it says, For they did cast in of their abundance, but she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her living. That word abundance doesn't just mean they had a lot. It means they had surplus in their house. The bills were paid and the cupboards were full. In Mark 12, 44, Mark 12, 44, New Living Translation, it says, For they gave a tiny part of their surplus, but she, poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. They sowed out of that which remained after all their needs were met. And once again, we can look at Mark 12, 44, this in the Message Bible. It says all the others gave what they'll never miss. She gave extravagantly what she couldn't afford. She well, gave her all. I like well, that message translation. I do too. Jesus is not looking into the envelope as much as he's looking into the heart of the Ooh, people who give. So we don't be discouraged thinking you have nothing to get, you know, nothing to get your financial miracle going. Look at what you have, not what you don't have. Your seed can be your money, time, energy, actions toward others, your love, your prayers. It's your heart he's looking at. So take your seed and speak over it. Here's a good one. In the name of Jesus, I'm believing this seed will be multiplied by the very hand of God. It is my weapon against the war on debt. This seed is a powerful force for the kingdom of God. And I want to add right here, we have people who write us and we pray over that. They go, I don't, I can't live with this debt. I'm planting the seed and believing God to relieve me. And then they tell us these prayers that we pray with them over and some of them are desperate prayers. Yes. But here's the second point that we were directed to share. Number two, we That's will it. reap a harvest from the seed we sow. That's right. Giving always goes before receiving. We sow our seed first and reap our harvest after we've sown. If you want to reap a harvest from God, you must begin to sow what you have in your house right now. Don't wait for your ship to come in or your new invention to hit it big time and dump a load of cash through your living room window. Look at what you have in your hand right now and begin to sow. Luke 16.10, 16.10. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much, and he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. Luke 6.38, 6.38 says to give first, then and only then will it be given unto you. Malachi 3.10, 3.10 says, Tithe first, then God will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon you. 
No farmer plants his seed and comes back the next morning, disappointed that he cannot see the harvest. If he threw up his hands in the air and gave up, he would miss the bounty of the coming harvest. He knows that under that rich earth that his seed is starting to roll and sprout and rise up. He knows that in due time, that harvest will pop through the soil and begin to grow. Breakthroughs in sowing, giving, will always go before breakthroughs in harvesting, receiving. So don't get weary. Don't be a farmer who walks away from his harvest because you can't see anything happening. You'll never be able to lead someone where you've not been yourself. So begin to plant a seed. Don't look to the left or the right. Don't let circumstance or situations hold you back from planting your seed. Galatians 6, 9 and 10. 6, 9 and 10, New International Version. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. That's it. And also consider 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8, New International Version. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man should give what he has to sign in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves mm. a cheerful giver. Now here's the final rich thoughts that we were directed to share on today's call. Mm-hmm. Specific seed brings specific results. A farmer doesn't mix his entire seed together, throw it across a field, and expect a good harvest. When you give your seed, give it specifically for a distinct purpose. David tapped into giving his seed for a specific purpose. When thousands lay dead across the city, he called out to God and brought him a specific offering for a specific purpose. In Psalm 57, 7, Psalm 57, verse 7, it says, And David built there an altar unto the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So the Lord was entreated for the land. The harvest that the plague stayed, a harvest was that the plague stayed away from Israel. If we need a specific harvest, try planting a specific seed. Then like David, fix your heart. Don't waver. Focus on the harvest you want God to bring your way. Look straight ahead and don't get distracted by circumstances or situations. Joshua 1.7, New International Version says, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn it. Turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. That's God telling us to focus. Wrap our faith tightly around our seed. God tells us we have not because we ask not. The last part of James 4.2, Living Bible, James 4.2 says, And yet the reason you don't have what you want is that you don't ask God for it. If we are weary and give up just because our harvest is not here, yet, yet being the optimal word, yes. we are going to miss our greatest blessing. So don't wait for our harvest to magically pop through the ground. If we haven't planted the seed, it's not going to happen. You can't compromise with God. He says, if you plant your seed, he'll bring the harvest. So we need to plant that seed in good soil, trust God for a specific need. Our 
your debt-free life, your miracle is on the way. Hallelujah, and thank you, Jesus. That's something to be excited about. It is, as we enter 2023 in a few days. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Mm-hmm. We're working on our the what God is putting in our hearts. You're going to be hearing a lot more about it. He stirred us. He stirred us, for really, sure. Really, he did. A lot to do. We'll share it over the next few days. Yes. Until tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.